Rob, I think we should um, perhaps just mention that we are recording this on quite a momentous day, really, aren't we? It's uh, the Queen has passed away, very sadly. It's a yeah, bit of a shock, I'm, really. I'm still processing it. Yeah, it's. I know we've got listeners from obviously all over the globe, but um, everyone is aware of this now. I'm, I'm, certainly by the time this goes out, and um, but it, yeah, it's literally. It was about two hours ago that the news broke. And uh, yeah, it's really surreal, isn't it? I, I think we all obviously this was this was going to happen at some stage, um, but yeah, it still it seems to have come out of nowhere. That's what's a bit odd when you think of t- you know two or three days ago she was welcoming in the uh, the new prime minister, and suddenly she's um, she's not with us anymore. It's a very sad day. It is. We're probably not best qualified to to delve into the queen and the monarchy. I don't think. Well, I'm definitely not, but. Um, yeah, I did think we should quickly mark it because it's a yeah big big Pay day for the respects. UK. Absolutely, and you you do have. I know people can't see this, but you are paying your respects with your your background today. Oh yeah, I've got the the Buckingham Palace with the flag at half mast. Absolutely. I suppose um, before we move on to what people will be expecting us to talk about today, um, there's a bit of housekeeping to do. Far less important things. Um, but uh, the, my jaunt to Paris obviously happened, it was last week, wasn't it? I've got no idea where we are with, with days and things, but it was last week. And uh, yeah, I briefly mentioned it in the last last episode. And yeah, it, it, was, um, it was such a whirlwind. It was just a, a crazy, crazy 24 hours. Uh, so if you didn't hear in the last show, um, basically I was shipped off to Paris on the Eurostar by Oppo to be there for the launch of their Reno 8 smartphone, which I'd been given a couple of weeks before to start playing with and testing. And uh, yeah, there was a big fancy launch, uh, a very Apple-like demo room, you know, hands-on area, and then a dinner, drinks on a, a, an amazing balcony overlooking the city and obviously overlooking the Eiffel Tower. And then back to the hotel, again, all put on. And... Uh, yeah, had to put a video together about everything so it was just an absolute whirlwind I didn't sleep much over the entire 24 hours and or 36 hours as it probably was um, but it was a real experience I think as I said last time in, in terms of for, the, for this business it's been it's been great it's my first ever product launch um, and I learned an awful lot it was just uh, yeah a, a, a fascinating thing to be a part of and apparently you saw me didn't you you saw me on the live live stream yeah, I posted the uh, time-stamped links in the Discord just, uh, well, to say, well, I asked you, was that you? But you ignored it. I missed so all that I'm going to assume it was you. I'm terrible. I missed all that stuff. Did you? Yeah, there were three, you, you appeared in three different locations. I'll put the time-stamped links in the show notes if anyone wants to check it out and uh, see if they agree with me. Mainly for my benefit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you were, you were spotted. Wow, in the crowd, famous. Did you have your Did you have your glasses on your head like this? I did. I yeah, did indeed. That was, you then. that was definitely me. I mostly spotted you from your Galaxy Watch, <laughs> which <laughs> is visible from space. Yeah, it's a it's a chunk, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it was great. I mean, what what was really interesting, I thought, was just how much money Oppo spent on this thing. When you bear in mind that they're sponsoring the Champions League, which probably isn't cheap itself. Um, it's they just yeah I mean there, there were thousands of people there I, I don't know how many people were being you know ferried about and kind of wined and dined but I think most people were and it, yeah all all staff were there so they've got obviously offices in China uh, Spain UK everywhere basically so all those guys were there as well and um, yeah it was just amazing it, it was nice to see actually how much of a budget had been laid out for this. And um, they're clearly, clearly really, really going for it because the, the whole point of this event was to get more recognition in Europe and in in the UK. So they're really kind of really pushing that. I made some YouTuber but, mates as well, which was quite nice. Did you 
recognise any other YouTubers or are they all at Aoife, which unfortunately was happening the same day? Um, yeah, some of them ha- were there. So Tech Chat wasn't there. I think I think it was his brothers that were there, or one of his brothers was there, kind of covering for him. Um, there was oh, at- so he's got minions, has he? He's sent oh, yeah. proxies. Yeah, I think I think his brother works for him, doesn't he? He's, he's one of his his editors or something. Mm. Um, I think he was there. Didn't speak to him, unfortunately. But um, another guy who runs the What Gear channel, which complete um, disclosure I'd, I'd never heard of but he's got about 130,000 subscribers a guy called Troy he's a UK guy as well very nice bloke he kind of latched onto me we were kind of mates for the for the trip um, Asbit who I'd never I think that's how you pronounce it I'd never heard of uh, again a UK tech YouTuber have you have you heard of that name ASBY oh, yeah. you've yeah. met Asbit I've never heard of that of, of him cool. or his channel he seems like a nice chap on his channel he's a lovely bloke yeah really nice guy 770,000 subs um, no idea right, why I don't know about him but there you go is his face as red in real life as it is on his channel because he's always <laughs> making references to how red his face is he's like take, you know t- testing out photos and stuff I don't know why my face is so red he didn't seem to be that red no no yeah. Me and him had quite an interesting dinner experience, though. I talked about this in the vlog. So we were sitting opposite each other, and um, we both... Well, in fact, we didn't order anything. It was a really weird dining experience where these um, two French waiters came out, and there were, there were probably about 15, 16 of us at this table. And these waiters came out and didn't really ask what we wanted. We hadn't we hadn't given any in, uh, kind of instructions, or we hadn't been given a menu beforehand, like before the trip. So we didn't have any pre-orders, but they came out and just started shouting the name of names of dishes, not anyone in particular, and um, shouted a bit and then walked off. But they didn't go around the entire table. So we all kind of looked at each other thinking, so what are we getting? And the guy next to me was allergic to shellfish. Someone else was allergic to dairy, and it was just a, a nightmare. But um, but myself and a- Adam, obviously is his name, Asbit guy, um, we had the same thing, and we we and the two guys next to us had the same thing, which was lamb, <clears throat> and um, the lamb that me and Adam had was just it was like ten percent meat, and the rest was fat basically, and the, the lamb that the other guys had was nice, chunky, proper. Um, proper meat basically and then we had this really weird dessert which was like melted jam absolutely no idea what it was we didn't ask for it it just came out and was just put in front of us and um very and it was like a a whole bowl like a bowl of soup slash jam stuff really weird um so yeah that was interesting and uh i've gone totally off topic here but that yeah that was our dining experience um who else was there? Ah, Ju- so <clears throat> I can never pronounce his second name, but um, there's a, a Canadian YouTuber, Justin, and it's his surname is spelled T S E, which I think oh, is, yeah. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, I'll let you have a go if you want. <laughs> no, no, I won't. But I know who you're talking about. I say he. he uh, I think I've watched a lot of his Apple Watch band reviews. He's he's big on the Apple Watch bands. If whenever the new season comes out, he's got all of them and yeah. he goes out and he models them i love his stuff um but i didn't know he was there and basically right at the end of the night we were on this roof terrace and a photographer came over and i was talking to troy the what gear guy and he said can we just get a quick photo of you two guys and we're like yeah go for it and and just as we were getting together someone else walked past and the photographer said oh let's let's make it a threesome come on get jump in so this other guy just kind of went all right and kind of sat <laughs> stood in between us and um the guy took the photo i looked to my left and it was this justin guy and I was like, I know you. I've watched most of your videos. And he was really humble, really kind of, you know, very kind of shy and sort of, he's like, oh, thanks, yeah, cheers. <laughs> and kind of wandered off into the night. But um, very strange. Um, strange if you live in YouTube land, I suppose. A lot of people might be listening to this thinking, it's not as though it was Brad Pitt or anything. But I think when you spend a lot of time watching YouTube and you see these people and you spend so much time investing in what they're doing and feeling like you know them to see them in real life is a bit weird mm. but um no i can imagine but yeah that no, was that's cool trip. i think those are those are some pretty big names you're as, as bit and you're justin yeah at least i know who has bit is now <laughs> um uh, you've asked here if the on, on the on the show notes if the, if the phone is any good it is a good phone i think for the the price it's seven i'll get this wrong now it's 799 i think um in the uk um it's it's kind of in between budget and flagship but it's got quite a few flagship features um and as you've pointed out it's got the same um camera sensor as the nothing phone 
it's not a bad camera. The the, the Maris Piper Silicon, it's actually the Mary Mary Silicon X um, image processor, does do some clever stuff at night. I think um, the the examples I got weren't the best because I was running on you know God knows what when I was when I was making that video. But if you really spend time with it, I saw some of the photos that some of the other guys had taken with it, and um, yeah, it's it's good in low light. Unfortunately, it does suffer from bad low-light performance with the other lenses, but it's what you get, I suppose, for not spending flagship money. But it's a, it's a lovely-looking phone, very well-built, nice version of Android on there. I think Oppo does quite a good job of not messing up Android up. And, uh, yeah, it's actually a good, decent decent device. Well, and you got a shout-out from Oppo on the Twitters. Yeah. I did. Yeah, they got the name of the channel wrong, but I'll, um, I'll let them off that. <laughs> buy me dinner. <laughs> what, was it? what was it? Mark Ellis Reviews Tech. Marcus tech, tech reviews. Yeah, oh, that's close enough. Close enough. So yeah, that was that was Oppo in Paris. Uh, the next thing on on the list is my eye event. I won't spend too long on this because it's pretty boring. But um, basically, I've been in hospital this week with a foggy eye, and uh, I'd, I'd written myself off by by Tuesday. I did that terrible thing. I don't know if you've ever done this, but uh, I think most people do it to, to some degree of self-diagnosing on Google. Google hasn't got a clue what's wrong with me, but by the time you've finished a 10-minute browsing session, you're basically dead at that point, yeah. no matter what the symptoms are. Yeah, you, you, well, you should never, ever do that because it always leads to you going, well, well that's it, I've got AIDS. Yeah, and you just believe you have, and you, and you, you suddenly <laughs> become an expert. You're telling everyone what, what it is, what's wrong with you, and then you go to the doctors, and they say, well, no, this is wrong with you, and we can fix it. And to cut a very long story short, it's basically some kind of virus which has caused inflammation on the back of my eye. But it was properly scary. You know, I've never had this before. My entire left eye went cloudy, as though your glasses are fogged up. It was like that, basically, but permanent. And it went overnight and then came back during the day. And yeah, horrible stuff. And um, I've had to, I've got like 8,000 eye drops that, that Jen has to put into my eye four times a day, which is just horrible. Um, but it does seem to be working. The, the, the one big worry was the pressure so I had very high pressure behind my left eye worryingly high and um, I asked the doctor what's what's what could be the the ultimate um, conclusion to that and he said well you could you can genuinely lose your sight with that because if it's too if that pressure is too close to the the main whatever it is the blood vessel at the back of your eye it's curtains basically so um, thank god I went in basically I could have done that bloke thing and not gone in and thought, ah, I'm just hungover, which I was on Sunday. But um, no, I'm so so. Please, if you listen to this, and if you're normally like me, where I don't get things checked out, get things checked out. Oh well, glad you're on the mend now. Getting there, we are getting there. How many people? So we we are streaming to the Discord server, and we've got three audience members. So hello, Discord server. We've got Gary, Louise. And Jan in there at the moment. Yeah, howdy. How are you doing, guys? This is not the best podcast material, because but then it's another reason to join the Discord server. Obviously, shameless plug. Um, we'll perhaps get some input from these guys a bit later on. So um, let's move on to the main event. The main reason people have come to this podcast wasn't to listen to, to hear me waffle on about my eye or my trip to Paris. It was to hear me and you talk about the Apple event and. Um, a bit of inside baseball, the show notes or the, the show plan that Rob put together, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, the Apple event was right at the bottom of the list after Samsung. So it was the Queen, <laughs> Oppo, my eye problem, and then Samsung, and then right at the bottom, you know, presumably about 50 minutes in, the Apple event. Was there, was there any specific reason for that, Rob? Oh, I was rubbish. <laughs> All of it. Yeah, pretty much. We should do the normal thing and go through it in, in some kind of yeah, order, right, I suppose. Then, if we must. So, well, let's just, let's go straight to the Apple Watch, which was a total non-event to begin with. So it was the, it's basically the Apple Watch Series 7, isn't it? Yeah. Am I missing? Well, I mean, I skipped, I skipped the Apple Watch Series 7 because I didn't like any of the standard colours. So my... Um, 
Apple Watch that I've been wearing for a while is a stainless steel Series 5 that I only own because I saw a stupid deal on it at John Lewis. They were just having some kind of crazy clear out. And it was basically the same price as an SE. So I was like, all right then. Um, but it is, the battery is down to like 80% battery health. And it's got a weird sort of touchscreen disease from time to time where like it just doesn't register. It's, it's on its way out. So I was like, well, it's only replacing. And so I thought, right, let's see. Let's see what the Series 8 has to offer. If it's any good, I'll get involved. But I'll, I'll get the standard one, which I'm pleased to see that come in sensible colours this year. I mean, they're boring. They're very, you know, inoffensive, broad appeal, just your dark one your goldy one your light one and your product red that's fine because that's kind of then you can actually wear it with stuff you know because uh, you know i mean the, the green one last year it, what, what when can you wear that or, you know the blue one i just oh yeah i wasn't i wasn't feeling the colors last year but anyway last week was the uh, was amazon had like an end of summer sale and they were offering Apple Watch Series 7 at a 27% discount. Nice. So the aluminium ones, which, as I say, I wasn't really interested in because I don't like any of the colours. But also the stainless steel ones. So I thought, right, well, I'll grab one of those and I'll sit on it because Amazon's very good about returns. You know, I won't open it, look at it or anything. I'll see what comes up. If the Series 8 blows my socks off, I'll get one of those and I'll send this one back. If it doesn't, well, then I've got a shiny, new-to-me Series 7 stainless steel to enjoy. And uh, it was rubbish, wasn't it? Absolute rubbish. Yeah. I think the first note I made was, looks just like the 7. Yeah, and very lackluster intro. Actually, that that was the very first note I made because it was literally there was a, a shot of this Apple Watch coming into into view, and as soon as that started happening, I thought they've they've, they've made a mistake here. This is some footage from last year. Surely they've they've screwed up. But no, it was that, and then back to Jeff who um, started talking about it being swim proof, dust proof, and everything else basically that the Apple Watch Series Seven does. I think, and again. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the only differences are the car crash detection, yeah, which is a wonderful feature, but a feature hopefully no one really has to use. Which presumably anyone in the audience wearing an Apple Watch Series 8, that would have gone off during the event. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Very good point. (laughs) Um, Oh, the temperature sensor, which, again, a wonderful thing. I mentioned this to Jen earlier, because she she said to me, so what's... um, What's new about the Apple Watch? I said, well, nothing really, apart from this temperature sensor, which they which can do a number of things, but they're angling it towards women's health and menstrual cycles. And straight away, she said, oh, that would be, yeah, I quite like the idea of that. And I mentioned this in, the, in my reaction video that Apple aren't stupid. That's a huge PR piece. That'll, that that I've not checked, but that will be the thing that makes the headlines, um, and that will be the thing that sells this watch. Hmm. Because there's nothing else that's going to sell it. Will it, though? Because it's 50 quid more expensive than last year. As are a lot of the products, actually, which is another thing that kind of wound me up. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, that also played into my decision to keep my bargain Series 7 that I got off Amazon in the sale, which I'm wearing now, actually. So a nice graphite 45mm with an abyss blue Very nice band. like it. I'm, I am appreciating the larger size and the fact that it works, unlike the Galaxy Watch that I had for two weeks. Oh, which I did end up sending back, okay. actually. I had to jump through a lot of hoops. They made it. They couldn't have made it more difficult. You have to, like, you know, get an RMA authorization and then wait for them to generate a returns label. And it, it's, a, it's a multi-day process just to send this thing back. And I was like, right, well, if it's this difficult to send it back, you know, what? How picky are they going to be about refunding? What what sort of deductions are they? Because but it was it was spotless. Yeah, I cleaned it up and everything. It was just like you you wouldn't know it had been worn. But I was like, right, okay, let's see let's see how they try and weasel out of this one. But I'm happy to report they no quibbles refunded me in full. Or they have on paper. I haven't seen the money yet. But they say you know we've we've you, the, the money's going back. Um, 
forgotten where I was going with this. What were we talking about? So, well, we were talking about the fact that you've kept that, the, the Series 7, basically, because... Oh, yeah, that's it. It's got car crash detection and yep. the skin temperature sensor, which admittedly they, they're doing some very cool things with it, hmm. with the with the women's health, which obviously just doesn't apply to me. So, um, yeah, so I, 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 on balance, I essentially paid the same as you would pay for a, a regular aluminium with the Ion X glass, because bearing in mind on the stainless steel ones, you get a higher quality sapphire glass, which is noticeably there's something about it it, is, it does look and feel better and has actual benefits because it's harder to scratch um and yeah no i'm like i just yeah. uh, apple watch series 8 complete waste of time just yeah. go and find a, a, a series 7 on sale it has you know, got if all, you're, i was gonna say it has got all day battery life though 18 hours the number of times I heard all day battery life in the Apple <laughs> event yesterday, and every time I just thought, and that's that's not an achievement these days. The so I've got the um the Watch 5 Pro, I know this is the Pro version, but it's still what's it's only 450 quid or something, so it's kind of in Apple Watch territory. And I've not charged this for three days now, and it's still got 12% left. Mm-hmm. And you put it in low power mode, which I did about an hour ago, and everything still works. It doesn't look any different, apart from the, the always on display turn, turns off. Um, 18 hours is nothing to shout about. So, Series 8, rubbish. Don't buy it. That's our advice. <laughs> um, although you do get three months of Fitness Plus free. So you could write that off against your purchase. Maybe. Maybe not Um, because then you fall into paying for Fitness Plus after that Uh, Apple Watch SE can't get very excited about that it's nice that there's an Apple Watch for $249 still but again it's not very exciting Um, what was exciting and slash silly was the Apple Watch Ultra which Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he's shaking head. I don't think there was a any suggestion that it was going, they were going to use the Ultra name. There was Pro, there was Explorer, which would have been terrible. Although that was along the lines in terms of what it, what it's aimed at. Um, but yeah, that surprised me what they've gone for with that. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. But you are shaking shaking your head, Rob. So what, what was your what was your opinion on the Apple Watch Mega Explorer Trekking Edition? Uh, it's, it's too big it looks horrible and uh, unless you're bare grills you don't need it i've ordered one obviously it's coming in, <laughs> couple, in a couple of weeks um if it wasn't your job would you have ordered one i've been thinking about this and probably I w- yeah probably mm-hmm. i probably would I, I don't really know why i think maybe i do know why i think it is i've been rambling on about i want you know i want a a more interesting apple watch this is more interesting but it's more interesting for very strange reasons it's more interesting because it's kind of aimed at apparently scuba divers and elite runners you know people who run for days and days and days and people who trek up mountains and camp on you know sheer cliff faces and stuff basically not me And there's something about that that just fascinates me. Partly because it's ultimately flawed, again, by the battery life. And they spent a lot of time talking about how they've been kind of working with these extreme athletes and, you know, explorers. And um, I just refuse to believe that they would put up with 36 hours of battery life. Even 60 hours. Oh, that's well, what, yeah, that's the thing. You can get up to sixty with the, the new low power mode. Well, which we should mention, shouldn't we? Because the Watch OS nine has a low power mode that applies to Apple Watch Series four and onwards. Yep. Which will get you up to three days back. So it'll turn off things like automatic workout detection and always on display. The time but largely remain <laughs> largely remain functional. So that's quite good. I mean. I just I'm struggling to find positive things to say about the Ultra. I mean, what it's what eight hundred and fifty quid. I paid eight hundred and fifty quid for it. Yeah. Um. It's got a big orange button on it. That's yeah, quite cool. But it's internet. What's it called? International. <laughs> In- international orange. It, it's international <laughs> orange, Rob. Why? Why are you not excited about this watch? 
I'm going to have a watch I do like soon. the straps. I do like the straps. That, so, They're really cool. Uh, you know, obviously, no, I'm, re- I'm really into my Apple Watch bands. You know, I even keep a record of my collection in an app. There's an actual app. I, I think we talked about it before, actually, and Andy corrected me on the pronunciation. I'm not going to try and say it again because I'll get it wrong for a second time and then that would be hugely embarrassing. But, um, yeah, the, the three new... So, I mean, the good news is is that you don't have to buy an £850 Apple Watch Ultra to use those straps, they will fit on a 42 millimeter, 44 millimeter, or 45 millimeter Apple Watch. So they that's do the good news. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, okay. Interesting. The bad news is they cost 100 quid each. So they can jog on. Yeah, true. Oh, but going back to the materials and stuff, though, Rob, just, try, just to try and get you impressed by this thing, it's made from aerospace grade titanium. Very soon, I'm going to have an aerospace-grade titanium watch with a, an international orange button on my wrist. And all I'll be doing Stop. with it is running around the block doing 5K, <laughs> two, two laps of the, the safest road that you could never... If you'd do really well to get lost on this route, and you'd never hit a snowstorm or fall off a cliff. It's, it's flat as anything. It's, it's basically a mile from my house. But I'll have all that stuff on my wrist. I'll tell you the issue I've got with the titanium is that it makes it look like it's come out of a computer game. So it looks like it belongs on the wrist of Doom Guy or Master Chief from Halo. <laughs> exactly. Do you know which if you if that's the vibe you're after, fine, have at it. But yeah, it's not for me. So I've got a, a long standing desire to own a defender, Land Rover Defender. I've got absolutely no need for one. And I've, I've talked about this way, way too much with my girlfriend to the point where I'm surprised she's still with me. But my point has always been, if you've got a Defender, you know that if anything goes wrong, if there's a zombie apocalypse, you're, safe. you're just safe. You can you could still go to Tesco's. You wouldn't go to Tesco's in a zombie apocalypse. But um, well, well, As long as you've recently serviced the gearbox. You always have to ruin it. <laughs> What else did I note down about this? I was trying to note down the materials they used for the bands, and I, mm-hmm. I, I genuinely ran out of steam because they just went on and on about this these things I'd never heard of that they've been, they've been made out of. And even that was impressing me for no reason at all. It was just like nylon or something, wasn't it? Oh, was it? No, they called it something <laughs> else. Like, of course they did. It's got L5 GPS. I'm really trying here. I'm really trying to make it sound impressive. I'll tell you what I did like. I like the flush display. So in my short time with the Galaxy Watch 5, I really enjoyed the flush display. I'm so over curved displays. So particularly, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to spill, I'm going to have to spill into into Samsung land because, (laughs) yeah, I have returned the Galaxy Watch 5. But before I did that, instead of returning it straight away, which is what I should have done, I went and I got an S22 Ultra. You did, didn't you? Which was a really stupid idea. Because it was. It continued to be a terrible smartwatch, but now I've got an awful phone as well. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we can cover that in more detail later. But that also has a curved display, and it does my head in. It's, again, particularly because I'm so used to the flat display on the iPhone 12 and the flat display on the Nothing phone. And yeah, I enjoyed the flat. I'm over. I'm over this this rounded edge business. So I do like that. And it gets absurdly bright, doesn't it? It's like yeah. 2,000 nits, 2000 the nits. display on the Ultra. That's like, that won't do my eye any good, to be fair. <laughs> I didn't really think of that. <laughs> it's going to be the thing that kills me off. But what, what a way to go. Um, what else do I like oh, about it? Well, it's got, it's, got, uh, it's got a wacky retro, like, 70s electronic watch red mode. I love that. That was that was so during the intro, it kind of came into view, and they sh- it, there's a, a new face, isn't there? A new watch face, which is that's got a cool name as well. Where is it? Uh, Wayfinder, it's called. Yeah, and it kind of came into view, fully lit up, and then you, I, I think you twist the crown, don't you? And it goes into this kind of dark mode where everything goes red. I love yeah, that. So, but it reminds me of the first digital watches. You know, the old, the, the, the old school red LEDs. It, it's, it looks like that, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But you know, I don't know if you've ever seen them, like the Texas Instruments or the yeah. Sinclair. Sinclair did a digital watch called um, I forget the Black I'm Watch. Va- I think it was. I'll I put vaguely some remember that stuff in the in the thing. But yeah, it basically makes it look like a digital watch from the seventies. Which, again, if that's your thing, have at it. They started calling it a dive computer. They seemed to forget that it was an Apple Watch halfway through that presentation. And they went into this long diatribe about 
diving, didn't they? Which, that did lose me a bit. Um, I've never been diving at all. <laughs> I did say to Jen uh, earlier that this is genuinely a way that we could go somewhere very nice next year and test the diving capabilities. Write it off against the business. Hopefully the tax man's not listening. And um, But to go there with the premise of testing the Apple Watch Ultra scuba diving in Mauritius or something. That's why I've bought it. Oh dear, anyway. Um, so you're not yeah, getting so, one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too big. It's too expensive. It does stuff that just no normal person needs. I mean, if you are the sort of person that needs that stuff, then you're going to be very happy. But... I still think you'd probably be better off with a Garmin or sort of a more established player in that field. As I'm sure it's brilliant at what it does. I just I don't need any of that stuff because I'm I'm not scaling Everest or it, yeah you know diving or any of that sort of stuff. It I just does, want a watch that works. It does detect when you enter a running track. I walk past a running track occasionally. I wonder if it will I don't think detect that's specific that. to the ultra. Is it? Is that specific to the ultra? It better be for 150 quid. <laughs> anyway, when mine arrives, I'll um, give you my full lowdown. But uh, I'll probably end up sending it back. Can complete. I'm a bit worried about how big it is because th- this Watch Five Pro is big. I've got used to it now. Actually, I, I like it. But um, I don't know how much bigger or as big the, uh, the the Ultra is. But it looks in some of those shots. I mean, whether those people had small wrists, I have no idea. But there, there was one in particular, wasn't there? Where there were the, the, the diver, it looked comically big. Mm. ridiculous well it looks big even when strapped to the outside of a wetsuit that was so it, you've got yeah. the person's arm plus the thickness of the wetsuit and it still looks big so yeah well we'll see how you get on with it yeah we'll see but having said that you, the the size of the galaxy watch 5 pro doesn't seem to have annoyed you it did to begin with i thought it was too big to begin with but it's um like i say it's it really has grown on me now i love this watch i'll, I'll talk about this probably in the next next episode but it's uh it's a really nice watch, mainly because it's round. It's a round face, mm. as watches should be. But uh, yeah, I'm impressed with it. It's, it's, a, it's a decent thing. It's not as good as the Apple Watch in terms of watch OS. It's a pretty rough experience in terms of the operating system, but I can forgive it that because everything else is pretty good. All right. Anyway, AirPods. <sighs> <laughs> Right, yeah, go on then. From the ludicrous to the, the even more boring. Um, yeah, I, I this lost my interest immediately, really. I think it was pretty clear pretty quickly that there was no new codec, I don't think, anyway. Um, it was all about the new H2 chip, and they very quickly talked about slightly better audio quality, but then dived into next generation noise cancellation, personalised, was it personalised transparency, is that what they called it, or adaptive transparency? Personalised spatial audio, where it it will use the uh, true depth camera to take a three-dimensional portrait of your ear and then tune the sound to your particular ear. I don't know how that works, because it's in your ear, so making a, you know, I don't know. It's it's really good already, though, isn't it? I mean, I've I've never thought this should be better. the... AirPods Pro ANC, I'm perfectly happy with it. Transparency mode is good. And the, the spatial audio is, you know, if you're watching a film or something, it's brilliant. Um, if they had, I mean, they'll be easier to find if you lose them because the case has got a speaker in it. So you can ping the case now, whereas before, you know, you could ping the AirPods themselves and they would emit a tone to to help you locate them but if you lost the case somewhere then you were out of luck so that's quite good I mean, it's got a little loop in it so you can attach it to a lanyard to again reduce the likelihood of you dropping it somewhere and losing it um, it's got slightly better battery life slightly better sound but not lossless that we were hoping for and it's still not USB-C I Sorry, completely yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, I completely forgot USB-C. I didn't make a note of that on my video. I was supposed to get angry about that, and I didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> um, I, the one thing I can't wait to find out is how much the lanyard loop is. I don't know if it's on their website yet, but um, that's going to be comically expensive, I think. Is that an optional extra? I kind of assumed it was. The, 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 lang- the language they used, I can't remember how they presented it, but it was there's also available. A, 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 a lanyard loop is also available, something along those lines. Yeah. I might have got it's that wrong. Be Twenty quid in it. 
and there'll 50. be a there'll be a, an Hermes edition. Yeah, two hundred and fifty quid. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think the most impressive, not impressive, the most interesting thing was the case and and the speaker in the case. That was it, yeah. really. You can charge so, yeah, it now with I your would, Apple Watch I charger. Not be, uh, sorry, you can charge it now with your Apple Watch charger, can't you? That's quite cool. I'll give them that. And that's it, really, isn't it? That's um, it yeah. was basically so, a press release shoehorned into a proper event. Mm. Didn't make sense. And why? I don't know. I, I think to have it in the event, it would it would be nice to have the things we just talked about, which we kind of wanted. And why not at the same time bring out a new version of the AirPods Max as well? That's been two years. You know, really hit us with a load of stuff but they just didn't did they it was all a bit uh, okay move on but um there you go so airpods pro don't bother buying them unless your current airpods pro are dying like mine that's probably the best advice i think i tell you actually what, what they also released which is quite strange this was a quiet they didn't mention it on the event but the third there's third gen airpods you can now, there's now an option to buy it with a non-MagSafe case. Okay. So you can only charge it with a cable and you save $10. Sounds a bit pointless. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. That's a bit of a weird one that I don't know. I don't really understand why that exists or why they put any effort into making that. And to save $10. That sounds to me like some kind of supply chain thing possibly. Maybe they had a load that Who they knows? made eight year, ages ago and they had to, I don't know. It's all very boring, isn't it? This, is, this isn't exciting stuff. Can we make no, it any more well, exciting? Well, it's about, you know, the, the, the Series 3 is officially dead now, which is long overdue, so that's a good thing. It appears the Apple Watch Edition is no longer a thing because that's been replaced. You know, so the Ultra has taken that high-tier titanium space where the the edition used to live. Um, oh, there was this, the whole, this angle that they've been taking in recent years with their Apple Watch advertising, their message is, if you don't buy an Apple Watch, you're going to die. Yeah, it's all about uh, health, It kind of winds it? me up a bit. So as they had a really long segment of people, uh, presumably actors, I don't know whether they would actually get the the people who were involved in these harrowing tales of how their apple watch rescue them people you know, sort of being trapped by a bear or falling into a rubbish truck and <laughs> nearly getting crushed and all you know that a was number my favorite of, one a number of stories where these people were recounting the tale and it was i think it was like this was right at the start was it so tim said i received that hundreds of letters of people telling me about how how their Apple Watch has saved their life. And I guess, you know, that's a positive thing. But also the undertone is it's kind of veering into like, you know, health health product, the way other health products are marketed. Just like, look, if you don't use our toothpaste and mouthwash and our sugar-free gum, then your mouth is disgusting and no one will love you. Or, you know, do you, do you know what I mean? It's kind Completely. of just, it's, it's fear-based marketing and I don't like it. Yeah. And more importantly, does Tim really get handwritten letters? <laughs> of course he doesn't. And those, I think they were actors, but I think they were, there were actors told to act a little bit rubbish to make it look like they'd asked the original people to, to do the acting. That's, what, that's the impression I got. Particularly the bin guy who put his head in. <laughs> somehow ended up with his head inside a, a dumpster truck and the Apple Watch saved his life. I mean, that, that's something to tell your grandkids, I suppose, isn't it? But how do you get yourself in that position? And how does the Apple Watch save you from that completely unlikely event? There's another part of this, actually, which we'll come on to in a minute, because it relates to the iPhone. Mm-hmm. There's, there's another thing, another buy this, or you'll basically be dead in three weeks. Yeah. Um, which does, like I say, it brings us on to the iPhone 14. Oh, Think, before we get yeah. there, there is the, the price. I, I touched oh, yeah. on it briefly earlier. Yep. But yeah, if you want a stainless steel Series 8... That is going to set you back £779 now. So, and last year, they were £649, which is still a stupid amount of money. Um, that's 130 quid more. And even the normal ones are 50 quid more than they were last year. And that, that is a factor of the fact that you know, sterling is, is, is just going down the toilet, isn't it? It's yeah. the lowest it's been for 37 years. So that's a, that's a, that's a product of the, the current exchange rate situation, but still... It's a lot of that, money. 
that's quite painful, isn't it? And it's ludicrous, uh, ludicrously close to the Bear Grylls edition, isn't it? It's well, yeah. it's a hop, skip, and a jump from that one. So, so. but then Apple does this, doesn't? Don't they? You, know, you look at the the MacBook Air, the M2 MacBook Air is ridiculously close to the price of a 14-inch MacBook Pro if you spec it up. So. Mm. Nothing makes sense anymore, Rob. It's it's ridiculous. Um, the one thing that really doesn't make sense is the iPhone 14, the standard iPhone 14, because it's the iPhone 13. It's kind of it's it's a it's a bit like, you know how like the SE was like a Frankenstein. The, the Apple Watch SE was a Frankenstein of you sort of had the latest chip and then like a couple of sensors from whatever the current Apple Watch was and then yep. just some other guff. Yeah, it kind of feels like they've they've put a bit of last year's pros in this year's 14s but it's also sort of hobbled in a number of ways which bit is it though because i've I've written a a piece on this today comparing the two or i started off comparing those the the standard iphone 14 against the iphone 13 pro and i couldn't quite work out which bits of the pro they've put in there Um, it's basically a 13 pro but without the 120 hertz display and without the telly lens so it's got literally the same processor and that annoyed me straight off the bat so you buy this year's iphone you get last year's a chip on a slightly different process yeah which was also in the standard iphone 13 though wasn't it true yeah so it's this yeah. Um, but yeah the, the, the camera system on the 14 is essentially the camera system that was in the 13 pro it's got optical stabilization it's got the bigger focus pixels and all of that stuff is that why they've called it the because if you look at the comparison they've called it an advanced camera system Mm. and the iPhone 13 so, yeah. wasn't it was just a camera system yeah i i think the thing with the iPhone 14 if you've been waiting to upgrade it's a it's a lovely upgrade you'll love it it's not a bad phone this isn't the point of, of what we're saying here i personally think it just shows how quickly or how long ago we reached that ceiling of innovation with the iPhone i think that kind of ended iPhone 12 personally I think that was the highlight. Uh, a lot has happened since then, though. So, you know, the, 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 you've got your pandemic and your, your supply yeah. chain issues. I think they've probably done the best they could with what the, with the resources and the materials that they had available. So yeah. I, think they, I think we can let them off the hook. If they, if, if they churn out more guff next year, then, you know, maybe we can start getting a bit more critical. But I, it'll be fine. It'll be nice. It's just it's not very exciting that's all i'm not blaming them at all it's just i think it's a reality of where we are with, with a lot of this tech particularly with brands like apple who are who are safe they, they stick with what they know and that serves them incredibly well it serves their customer customer base well selfishly i'm not interested in the iphone 14 at all it's not there's no point in making any content about it for, as far as i was concerned i was going to get all three just to test them and do like an unboxing all that sort of stuff I just can't be bothered with the iPhone 14. It seems completely pointless. Um, but as I say, if you're upgrading, it will be great. And you can get a big one now. So you can get a Pro Max well, size. You'll be able to get a big one in October because they wouldn't want to cannibalize the thirteen yes. Pro, no, the 14 Pro Max sales, would they? I'm completely with you on that. Cheeky. So that riled me a little bit. That's why they've got so much money in the bank. Um, but yeah, is there anything? I think the only, the, the, the only other thing they've added to the iPhone 14, again, is this crash detection, isn't it? They're obsessed with car crashes, yet they let one of their staff wander out into the middle of the road, didn't they, while he was talking about this car crash detection. Completely unsafe. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the only big sensor-type upgrade, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think my, my uh, sorry, I, I, I could see my video had, had paused. I, I have been paying attention, but it didn't sure look like have. it because my video hung. You hadn't missed anything if it had hung, to be honest. But um, yeah, and price-wise, $799 for the standard 14 and 899 for the 14 plus. We don't care about that, though, because we pay for things in pounds. And again... <laughs> The iPhone 14 is 850 quid, so that's up 70 quid from last year. And the, the Pro are 150 quid more expensive than they were last year. So the Pro Max was 1,049 pounds. It's now 1,199 pounds, so 1,200 quid. Yeah, like, like you say, though. We get USB-C now for that, so that's... Oh, no, we don't, do we? It's still lightning. <laughs> oh, next I'm year, so though. angry. Next year. Next year. It's going. 
Um, wow, no, no. Well, th- there won't there won't be a physical charging port, and I think that's a, a reasonable prediction to make because in the US there isn't even a SIM card slot; it's eSIM only on the 14s. But what about transferring all this ProRes stuff off? That's that's the, the bit I still don't get. Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. Wi-Fi, maybe? Mm, I still think there's going to be a, a USB-C next year. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, moving maybe on to on the, the pros. Yeah, it that, makes sense for the pros. Yeah. But they're really on a mission to get rid of the ports. Because, I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the hoo-ha about them removing the physical SIM card slot. It's sort of being viewed as user-hostile because it's fine if you want to stay safely nestled in apple land but it's just another barrier it it makes it slightly harder if you want to escape if you've got an e-sim because iphone to iphone it'll transfer over beautifully and in actual fact you can you can use two you can have two e-sims you know active on your on your device and you can store up to six on the regular ones and up to eight on the pro so it's it's very flexible it's very cool but it there is a downside which is that if you want to switch from iphone to android you'll have a much harder time porting that eSIM over elsewhere i'm with them on that it's um i think it's a bit bit naughty but it's what apple does it's, it, like you say it's how they lock you in even further iphone 14 pro this is i personally think far more exciting are you with me on that or are you still grumpy about that I'd be more excited about it if they hadn't given the best feature a stupid name. Dynamic Island. What's that all about? It doesn't even mean it. It doesn't even relate to what it is, does it? And we always say this, but can you imagine how many meetings went into that? How much very expensive employee time went into that ridiculous name? It's very silly. However, the feature itself looks brilliant. I'm really excited for it. It's so smart. I mean, if anyone hasn't seen it, basically they've taken the notch, they've moved it down, they've moved one of the sensors, was it the proximity sensor, so it's under the screen. The rest of the stuff is beneath this little pill-shaped thing, which is what a lot of people had suspected they were going to do. But what they didn't suspect, and which this is where I think the the, the kind of leaks that come out of Apple seem to be very well controlled. I don't know about you, but I never, I didn't hear any any rumours about this at all. So what they've done is turn this little pill-shaped thing into a dynamic part of the screen that can widen, it can get longer, it can display stuff, you can interact with it. Um, and it's not, thank God, it's not the touch bar. They've done actually used it sensibly and for proper, you know, actionable things. And you know, if, if you're listening to music, it puts the, um, and you come out of the music app, it puts whatever you're playing into that uh, the little dynamic island along with the the album art you get the Siri sorry not Siri you get the face ID you know confirmation come up timers map directions it's so smart and I think what they've done clearly they don't want to get rid for whatever reason they're still not happy putting everything under the screen under the main screen they want to keep that little section and they I don't know. Think they want to keep it. I think the technology isn't there. That's what to I mean. Put it under the display yeah. in a way that you're not going to notice. I don't know, have you ever seen any of the underscreen oh, cameras? They're terrible. The quality of the camera themselves is ropey, and yeah. you can see where it is anyway. So yeah. it's kind of it's a waste of time currently. And that's why they want to do it. And they don't want a hole punch like a lot of Samsung and a lot of Android phones. Fine, but what they've done, and they think they've thought, okay, people keep taking the piss out of us about this. We're going to show you. We're going to do something really smart with it. And I don't, apart from the name, I don't think you can poke fun at this because I think it's genuinely very, very smart. And a good reason yeah. to upgrade, I think, personally. We got that. You got the always on display, yep. which is, I'm, since, you know, my, my adventure in Android land, I'm loving the always on display that I have on both the Nothing Phone and the S22 Ultra. Um, and the new camera system looks pretty exciting. Bigger sensor, bigger pixels, 48 megapixel, you know, which will, by default will be pixel bin down to a regular 12 megapixel photo, but you've got considerably more surface area for the light to be captured and then processed. And they've got their upgraded image processing pipeline that now processes the raw output from the signal. So it's much earlier in the chain, which should result in 
in much you know cleaner sharper more dynamic images so i think it's going to take brilliant photos i've, I've yeah i totally agree i think also the 24 mil the, the the decision to go for that focal length for the main camera very smart it's a very i mean i, I use it for, for my videos of my a roll and, and that sort of stuff and it's a very it's a nice all-rounder you know it's good for single subject stuff it's good for landscapes loads of stuff really and it's very cinematic as well and they've also added in 24 frames per second shooting for for video again very cinematic and cinematic mode is now in 4k which it should be do you not do 24 already i'm pretty sure i've got my 12 pro is set to 4k 24 by default i don't know yeah it is no you do 24 already so why is why was that mentioned then who knows well anyway 24 mil i was was very happy about that and yeah this much bigger sensor and and better low light performance across the board for all of the all the sensors um yeah, I, I was really impressed with that. I, I was hoping for this because I am going to be using this phone a lot more for, for the channel, and for vlogging and stuff like that. So to have a solid camera is going to be fantastic. And again, for a lot of people, like you said at the start, was it yourself or someone said on the Discord server recently, people buy, they buy cameras these days. And um, if you're really into your iPhone shooting, this is a, a great upgrade, I think. Well, I, I did an experiment on the discord server this this past week or so didn't i did you see it oh you did no, see it you played along you participated I did. so i took in quick succession three photos of my eight-month-old daughter um you know in terrible conditions you know nighttime indoors you know artificial lighting moving subject um and i took uh, i took the same photo with the the default camera app that comes with each phone the default shooting mode so no portrait mode or special effects or you know using any i i, you know, I use the best camera on each device and the, the standard apps and the standard settings i took three photos one with the the nothing phone one with the iphone 12 pro and one with the s22 ultra and i posted those pictures on the discord and i invited people to guess which camera took which one and the shock result was that the s22 ultra made a complete hash of it now the thing is i don't know whether i I told you about this i had various conversations with other people but the nothing phone and the iphone photos that i posted were the first cameras for the first shot just one click done when i took the s22 i was like that that's not right i thought i figured i must have just you know had some kind of spasm or something and <laughs> you know taking it really badly so i i took several more i must have taken about a dozen photos and they were all awful and i posted the least worst one um so that was a real eye, eye opener so i've also taken the s22 out and you know bright sunny day and i think you saw the photos that i took using the 10x on the mm. beach where i yeah zoomed in i went from the you know the ultra wide to the wide angle to the 3x to the 10x and when it was really zoomed out you couldn't see anything just looked like a beach and then as i got closer and closer you could see that right in the center of the frame there was a seagull and that 10x picture of the seagull was ridiculous Oh, amazing yeah sharp if you feed the s22 ultra enough light you can get a fantastic photo out of it but it's just it's not as consistent as the iphone and that's more important to me so my next phone purchase will probably be an iphone 14 pro max for the best camera you can have for my needs which is to nine times out of ten be able to take a usable photo of my children when they're not cooperating or when the conditions are less than ideal yeah yeah i don't blame you i'm, I'm getting the pro max as well i've got my pre-order thing set up that's, that's, i don't know if you were aware of this but you can now set up your pre-order on the apple store app which is really, really handy. You put your credit card, basically you put everything in, ready to go. And I've done that for the 256 gig uh, version of the... Well, I, I started that process earlier. Uh, and if any any company gives me a uh, the option of an interest-free credit, I will take it. Right, And I will invest that money in a tax-free stocks and shares ISA. And I've done this habitually for a long time, and I typically end up about 10, 15% better off for it. So, you know, as 
from where I'm sitting, whether I give Apple 1,200 quid today or in 24 bite-sized chunks or I pay it all off in six months or a year, it doesn't really make any difference because it's interest-free. So I'm quite happy to use that time to do something productive with that money in the meantime. However, for I, I, it's, it's, I think it's since been fixed. They invited, they gave me a call and, and said, oh, you can do it again. But basically they had, they had put, <laughs> I, I put in my serial number for my 12 Pro to get trade in they said right we'll give you 350 quid for that which you might think 350 quid for a thousand pound phone so well, a it's two years old and b that's more than i paid for it if you recall so i'm all yep. right with that that's yep. fine nice uh, <laughs> so um but what what happened was when the finance quote came out they added it to the quote uh, so i'd effectively be paying them 350 <laughs> quid to trade in my phone so, but they they fixed it now apparently, and so I, I don't know whether some sort of glitch or whatever. So it should, it should have been taken off the price, but yeah. they added it to it, and then I they want that you know the the quote was this is what you need to do to pay back the fifteen hundred quid. <laughs> like hang about, where'd that come <laughs> from? All right, is it? But you didn't. So, so I haven't pre-ordered. So I know that okay. you can do it. I did try it. I haven't done it yet. And now I I think I might just go into a store and do it because I know where I've traded phones in at the Apple store before, it's really painless. And I've got to faff about with posting stuff and then they might like, you know, you turn on the deal. I've heard, I've read horror stories of the mail-in trade-ins where they just invent some problem. It's like, oh, we found some water damage or your camera's broken. And I'm like, the camera works perfect. I've taken 10,000 photos with that camera. So, you know, I I haven't personally experienced it, but then that's because whenever I've traded in an iPhone in the past, I've always gone into a store. Right, okay. They basically eyeball it for 30 seconds and then go right fine press a button and then you you, you carry on yeah, yeah but the the other reason i quite like to go into a store is because i'm torn i don't know whether to go for the for the deep purple or the black sabbath color i went for the deep purple only because okay. of the name yeah it's the coolest name I, I don't really care what the color's like it looks i think it looks okay it's one of those very muted slightly darker shades of purple isn't it obviously but um it's called deep purple Richie Blackmore surely is going to have an issue with this. Maybe they've um, they've given a bit of a oh, backhander, <laughs> possibly. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I've, I've gone for that one basically. So, um, so but you, you you'd go for the Pro Max over the Pro. Well, I I absolutely need a. I having used the the nothing phone, I need this size display. Oh, let's see, eagle-eyed viewers on the Discord, you'll notice that uh, on my Android phone, I've put the new iPhone 14 wallpapers because that's how I roll. But yeah, no, now I've used a 120 hertz iPhone, you know, size, iPhone Pro Max size device. I need it. So we've both been drawn towards the iPhone 14 Pro Max via the nothing phone because it was the same thing for me. That's yeah. a weird route, isn't it? That is a weird route. Never that's, thought that would happen. That's what happened. There you go. But that that's uh, that's the iPhone of well, the iPhone slash AirPods slash Apple Watch event, isn't it? Uh, we didn't mention the satellite SOS, which was the second part of the if you don't buy our products, you will die messaging that yeah. was sort of sprinkled throughout this presentation and got on my nerves. I did make some notes on this. So so basically, this is where it turns your iPhone, and it, this is the iPhone 14 only, isn't it? I've got that, I've got that right. Um, turns it into a satellite phone, kind of. Um, so if you get lost up a mountain with your... Yeah, your significant other or one of your mates and it gets dark and you think you're going to die you can basically launch an app this is probably butchering the the process but you launch an app that tells you where to point the iphone at the sky to find a satellite uses a very apple you know interface to do it latches onto the satellite and then within 10 minutes a helicopter turns up and you don't die um yeah. you get that free for how long is it it's um two years Two years. So for two years, you won't die if you don't carry that on after that point. And there are no details about what that might cost. Zero. And I, I bet they don't give any details until 23 months' time when everyone's, you know, free lifeline starts running out. Um, if you don't renew that, you'll be up that mountain. You can guarantee a week afterwards and you'll die. Oh, so it's only available in the US and Canada to start. Oh, wow. FYI. So. Oh, so you have to also be an American or Canadian citizen if you yeah, don't so want to die. Don't don't get lost in any other countries. 
Wow. Oh, it'll be no good. It's frightening, isn't it? I thought I had a problem with my eye, but it's, it's going to get a whole lot worse because <laughs> I'm probably not going to end up paying for this satellite thing. I've got lost with all this stuff. I, I don't know what, what I'm getting, what it means to me, but I, I just know that if you don't have this GPS, this um, satellite thing on your iPhone, it's curtains. Yeah. That's it. It was rubbish. It was a rubbish event. <laughs> I am still going to buy an iPhone 14 Pro Max after that camera experiment I did with three, you know, very competent cameras establishing that the iPhone was the most consistent and I just, I want that, but better. That, so, that's enough. That's actually all yeah. I need. You know, that that in itself justifies the outlay for so me. You're going to buy the Pro Max. You've bought the Series 7. Will you be getting the AirPods yeah. Pro too? Do you need those? No, complete waste of time. Fair enough. As, only because I've, I'm entirely happy with my AirPods Pro. They are my still my favourite headphones. I know you've like sort of been flirting with the Enco X2s and all that sort of stuff. Um, I've got. I'm perfectly happy with the battery life, the sound, the an, you know, the noise cancellation, the spatial audio, the transparency mode. It's fine. So until they start misbehaving, I will not be getting involved. And hopefully they will live long enough for whatever the AirPods Pro 3 is with hopefully USB-C charging and lossless audio, which is what I really want. So, well, we'll wait and see. Because I say it's curious that they didn't do anything with the AirPods Max. So we'll see what happens with those. This is Rob's. is loving hers. They're great, yeah. They're all right. Apart from the USB-C, the lack of USB-C. Yeah, they're lightning, yeah. But, um, but yeah, what I was getting at really was that, so it's a rubbish, terrible event, not, not a great event, but you've still managed to spend or commit to spending money on Pro Max and the Apple Watch Series 7. So they somehow still managed to get us to spend money, don't they? Even though we're a bit kind of <sighs> about the event, we still yeah, give well, them money. I, mean, I was planning on... on, on uh, well, what I was planning on doing was spending the next year in Android land. That hasn't worked out. And so what I, what I did do is I stumbled across a deal on a more up-to-date apple watch 7 and i've arrived at a situation that i'm happier with than having to spend 450 quid on a on a box standard series 8 that offers no benefit at all over the 7 or the 6 or the 5 really. and the only reason i was looking to replace the 5 is because it still gets me through a whole day and it's you know this is a three-year-old device but the battery health is at 84 percent, which means it's going to start tanking pretty soon so i you know i needed to be replaced i yeah. i feel um as I, said, I would have happily spent the next year using nothing phone and galaxy watch 5 didn't work at all i just i don't know what i was thinking but i got an s22 ultra thinking that it was going to be better it wasn't um so i've already spent a bunch of money i mean i'm going to get that that 200 and whatever quid back for the galaxy watch 5 gonna get 350 quid trade in on the 12 pro where it where I'll actually turn a small profit. Um, and I can, I'm sure some idiot will buy this S22 Ultra off me for some money. So anyway, in real time, won't, I won't be spending that much money, really. And in any case, it was, it was the, the, I will set that those funds aside, put them in a in an ISA and have it earning interest, hopefully. Uh, before we go, let's take some quick Q&As from the Discord server. So... Um, um, I mean, we've got one, two, three, four, we've got five people listening. So you can have one question each. It could be anything. Ask us anything. All right. Well, while those questions come in, there are some things to note, actually, from this event, which is that iPad OS 16 and Ventura won't be coming out until October. But bizarrely, iOS 16 is coming out on the 12th of September. So that's weird. Um, the okay. iCloud um, shared photo library feature has been delayed. So we won't be seeing that at launch. Fair enough. Um, what other important news was there? Oh, there's Apple Fitness Plus. You now don't need an Apple Watch. You can yeah. you can sign up to that with just an iPhone, which is quite cool. Nice. Um, Apple Care Plus now includes unlimited repairs. So it used to be that you'd be um, you, you you'd be entitled to two repairs during the lifetime of your plan. That's now unlimited apart from the theft loss elements so that is still limited to two so you can only get robbed twice and then you're out of luck although at that point you've been pretty unlucky already mm. but you know there you go that's how it is so yeah unlimited I mean, unlimited repairs subject to excesses there are pretty sizable excesses but it was limited to two now it isn't right we've got some questions so martin says can you both live with a non-round watch face i suppose technically i did for many years with the apple watch 
you still are Rob aren't you yeah well yeah I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to I would have liked to have something different I tried it it didn't work for me for reasons that we'll go into next time I imagine um but yeah no the the the, the value that I get from this thing essentially I spend all day dictating things that i need to remember to do later into it and uh, for that purpose it's it's worth its weight in gold see i'm not as heavy just does it it it, 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 ah uh it just works i'm sorry i i can't think of a better way of phrasing i hate saying it but it it just does see i'm not as heavy a a user as that and for me if i had to stick with this with the the round watch 5 pro i'd have no problem with it at all it's been great so yeah in answer to your, your question martin I could live with a, I could, I could live with a non-round watch face, but I'd rather live with a round one personally. Um, who's next? Jacob, Mark, will you buy the Apple Watch Ultra if you don't have? Sorry, will, or would you buy the Apple Watch Ultra if you didn't have YouTube Medium, etc.? I think you asked me this earlier, Rob, and um, my answer back then was yes, and I probably would. I probably would buy. It. I mean, it would depend on finances. It's a bit different when you're running this business because everything is bought through the business. It's all tax deductible, and there's a you know a it's, a lot of it is an investment in in the content. So um, maybe I'd say differently if I was sat here and I, I wasn't running this business. But I think I'd I think I'd really want one, and I'd probably want one enough to find the money to buy one because I'm stupid. Um. Jan says, will you be booking a trip into Scotland to test the watch? And will you ro- roll your car to test the crash system? <laughs> I'm not rolling my M2. I might roll the family wagon. Um, Scotland, I'd love to go up to Scotland. I, I think it's a, it's a lovely place. I, I, I think I will have to think about a few trips, with partly to offset the cost, of, although it would cost me to go do these trips, to offset the cost of buying and the stupidity of buying this um, Apple Watch Ultra. Um, and Scotland would be quite a good place to do it. I could do like a um, do some hiking up there, couldn't I? I suppose get myself lost done, somewhere. Done Ben Nevis. I know you've done like no. all around the Lake District, haven't you? You've done like Scarfell and yeah, all no, the never usual done Ben Nevis. Yeah, not done that before. Um, yeah, that's not a bad shout. Uh, Louis says, "Will you buy AirPods Pro two since yours is engraved and your battery is degrading?" Yeah, hundred percent. So I won't get them engraved again. I had I had my name engraved on my current airpods pro immediately regretted that as soon as they arrived don't know why i did it wasn't even drunk when i ordered them don't don't do it if you want to put your name on something don't put it on the airpods pro um so yeah in answer to that question louise i will be getting some um is that all the questions i've got a follow-on question to that are you going to get some of the updated encos and do a head-to-head i think that would be a fascinating Head to head because yeah. you know, you've got the X's and there's now like an updated one. You love yeah. the original ones. It'd be interesting to see how those two compare. Well, the X2s were, were at the event, uh, but you couldn't hear them. Unfortunately, you could oh. just pick them up and play around with them. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a great, a great show. I think that would be a very, very interesting comparison. Right, I think we're done. And uh, before my eye fails me again, although it feels all right actually, I think this podcast has sorted it out. Um, <laughs> who'd have known? That was the cure. Uh, yeah, I think we'll sign off on this pretty momentous day. None of, none of what we spoke about matters because it's it a, doesn't, does it? It's a very sad day today for the UK and for for, for everyone really. So, yeah, uh, we've paid our respects, and I won't finish with any kind of ridiculous, stupid quip. I think we'll just sign off and uh, return in a couple of weeks and see what stuff we've bought. Good plan. Cheers. See ya.